Project Loon. Yeah. Not not to be confused with Loom, which if you look, it's like four different startups use the name Loom at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very <laughs> silly. I've noticed that kind of a lot recently. A lot of the companies that are just starting now just don't really care that their name is a different name for something. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, whatever. Clubhouse is my favorite example. It's like... Uh, was that a thing already? Full of Nazis and a very popular product management tool. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that one. Yeah, if you go to like, I think it's clubhouse.com. It's like Trello for software teams. Holy uh, shit. Oh, like redirects to baseball.com. Both of those are fancy. Or like uh, we were talking about Quip, the toothbrush oh, yeah. slash Salesforce tool. <laughs> I always think of the Salesforce thing. Yeah, this thing. Clubhouse.io. It's, um, is it chat? I worked for these guys a few times and they ended up the fact that the clubhouse stole their name or whatever. Uh, they had to write a whole blog post about how they originally had the clubhouse name and they're fine with the fact that this is happening, but they don't like it. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, welcome to hell. <laughs> Basically I, I would be like so pissed off if it happened to my startup. Like, Oh, especially cause they have the handle at clubhouse. Yep. Wow. Wow, this sucks. All right. Well, what do you want to talk about today? You want to talk about Loon? Loon, we could talk about uh, what's going on with Google in Australia. I don't know if you've heard about that, but it's kind of hilarious. I've just seen the head. I've literally just seen the headline, so I don't know what's going on. So yeah. maybe that's a good topic. Yeah, I'm just checking what else this week uh, happened. Bitcoin so, crashed. What? <laughs> Bitcoin dropped like $10,000. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Another Tuesday. Uh, uh, there was the Facebook referring Trump thing to their own oversight board slash excuse committee. Uh, Intel shit continued. Intel, uh, they... So when I worked with the investor relations team at Square, one of the things you find out is like if there's a chance that something, some uh, non-public material, no, material non-public information, MNPI, mm -hmm. leaks, or your concern has gotten out of control. Like that time that Twitter accidentally uploaded and somebody guessed the URL. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like you have, you've got your earnings letter staged to yeah. go live and someone guesses the URL ahead of advance, you have mm -hmm. to push your earnings. You have to just release them because it's not fair for, it's like an advantage for like maybe one person has this information, but the stock market doesn't. Right. That's so that happened to Intel, like right before their earnings I think <laughs> this week is they, they had to push all their, their info live because uh, they were concerned. The details aren't, you know, we don't know the details and that's fine, but it was yeah. concerned that the detail, their earnings were leaked. So, wow. Yeah. I got one that we should talk about. <laughs> oh my God. I can't wait to talk about this. That's actually a really okay. good one. I have a take about, um, uh, like Slack moderation at work being really hard and companies are like only coming to terms with it now. Let's have a conversation about moderation in general, too, because yeah. I got in a Twitter argument. Um, <laughs> okay, that sounds great. I think there's enough here to, to jam on. Um, but I feel like I've missed one giant story or something really stupid. Okay, Clubhouse. I'm just going to check the verge.com to see if I'm done. I mean, this, this Samsung has happened, but I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they um, They made like a durable... So I think last year or two years ago, they made a phone that was like ruggedized mm -hmm, and it mm -hmm. was, it was like having an OtterBox case, but it was built into the phone mm -hmm. and they just released a tablet version of that to sell to like hospitals and stuff. Oh, wow. Because if you have a durable case on an iPad in a hospital, mm -hmm. you got to sanitize that shit. It's so hard to like clean oh. outside the case, yeah, inside the case. Usually. Outside yeah. the iPad, you know, you'd have to take it out of the case, clean everything and put it back together. Yeah. So I don't know, given that <sighs> unfortunately video calling is very common oh in hospitals God. right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. I got one more that could be funny to talk about, but we don't have to. Only no, what do you got? Think. 
Just the uh, the FCC guy as he left the three megabit upload thing. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that story. It's I, so I, good. Was it Ijeek Pai? Yeah, yeah. He left? He, oh, that's good. Yeah, he's out. He got fired. Well, no, he resigned. But uh, on the way out, he said that three megabit upload is more than good enough for most people. <laughs> uh, it's just really I'm in, good. I'm going to run a speed test right now. I want to see what my upload is. Okay, I'll do the same. I think and this is what I'm not hardwired. I'm Mine. sharing my internet with another person in the house. Plus, I'm currently live streaming uh-huh. this. And um, mm, something's wrong with mine lately. My laptop currently is getting 130 down, hmm. which is not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about upload speed. Yeah, I got 230 down on a wire, but I think it's because it's plugged into a screen. And, and I two have 11, 90 up. <laughs> what? I have 11 up right now. <laughs> You're on Wi-Fi, though. But I'm on Wi-Fi, um, and I'm also live streaming in another tab, so I don't know if that yeah. has an effect. Yeah. Okay. I got 290 cool. up. I should have 1.5 gig up. Oh, it disabled because your speed test. <laughs> your video Amazing. quality disabled because your internet quality issues. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. So, uh, should we do the intro? Oh, yeah. Uh, can we add one uh, thing if we get to it? I sure. want to talk about this. RSI because of work from home. Oh, that's good. Um, because I feel like a lot of people have it. Like I asked at work the other day and nobody has talked about it unless you're asked. I'm um, curious about... Well, we can talk about it on the episode. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, you want to do the trick? Yes. You'll listen to Charge Tech Podcast, episode 161. A podcast that talks about tech and how it's shaping the world around us. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Grosser, and joining me today is... Owen Williams. We don't have Frederica today, um, which is a shame just in the fact that, if I'm not mistaken, it is our 100th episode. No doing the podcast no Freddie, well come it's back. my 100th episode i see, I see. I, it's owen's 161st and episode next time, it'll be Freddie's 100 <laughs> Te- technically last episode was because we did that one unreleased episode that was like a dry run <laughs> yes see how that. zach and Freddie work out as co-hosts yeah, yeah. um that I we didn't release it was very so sweaty because we did hot. episode 60, and that was what that one was. And then you did episode 60 with John. Wow, you have and a good then, memory for this. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, I love so it. anyway, this is our 100th like launched episode that has happened since the relaunch of Charge. Season 2, as I think you called it. Yes, So that is correct. Um, it is very sunny here in Amsterdam today. It is eight degrees Celsius. What? That's <laughs> wrong. We, it's had, so warm. we had snow on Saturday and now it is spring. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> no, it's not good. It's supposed to be way colder than that. It's uh, like January. It is so weird. I mean, it's the same here, man. Like, it's real bad. And I, I laugh as a coping mechanism, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is zero degrees where it should probably be like negative 20 and snowing. And it has only snowed once on Christmas, by the way, uh, since the whole winter. Uh, climate change is real. Change <laughs> real. Mildly upsetting pol- polar vortex stuff. I don't know if you read that, a few of the articles lately about it, but ugh. Um, I actually have not been up to date on climate change stuff, but I know it's bad. It's um, bad. To be fair, as an American, you've had other things to keep your eye on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I've been month. quite busy uh, following along. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I uh, aside, weather aside, the fact that I'm stuck inside means I don't care as much <laughs> this year. Like <laughs> last year when I was commuting or something, I was much more aware of it. Now I'm like, it, it cold. <laughs> like, I ha- I have a co-work space that I've been going to, yeah. but I haven't gone since December 18th when I started uh-huh. my holiday. Uh-huh. I just, the cases in the Netherlands are so high that I was like, it's just not worth, it's just not worth tra- traveling to an office yeah. right now. So yeah, increased risk. I mean, 
Yeah, I can't wait to get a co-working space again. Oh, it's killing me. This uh, is a great transition into that first topic or that last topic we talked about of of working from home consequences. Oh my god, I am having a freaking week. <laughs> I okay. So this topic, I'm sure everybody has thought about it. Everybody, and I'm sorry if you hear my dog today in the background. She's directly above me eating her food. Um, oh. So working from home, I think like everybody was thrown in the deep end, right? Or like a lot of people were thrown in the deep end, particularly in Toronto and many other big cities where people like have small apartments, um, maybe don't necessarily have home offices, let alone like dining tables. Like if you live in Brooklyn, like you probably don't have a home office. Um, and just... The thing I wanted to talk about is, uh, I don't know if this is the official name anymore, but it's called RSI, Repetitive Strain Injury, or like OOS, Occupational Overuse Syndrome. There's many names for it. Uh, And, oh my God, my wrists just decided this week, they were like, fuck you. (laughs) Like, and I've never had it like this. Like, it's outrageously bad. And um, it's really interesting to me because I love optimizing my workspace and i thought i was doing the right thing but i think i had missed a few bad things and not uh like the height of my desk is really bad i was gonna ask yeah there's very little i can do about it because it's this weird desk where i don't know i think they made a design choice (laughs) made it high and it's not great so what i wanted to talk about is like how have you found it like have you had anything or like have you ever had anything along these lines what have you done about it? Oh, not not like in any uh, like diagnosed sense. Mm-hmm. I I mean I do <laughs> sometimes get like some wrist pain yeah. in my right wrist, but it's mm-hmm. usually I it, usually it's when I have like really long days, like work mm-hmm. days, and I'll like I'll be like, oh, I know what this is from. Yeah. Um, and also if uh, it sometimes it's like working on the couch for too long rather than using a desk so i think that is what ruined me that's what i was going to ask if that was your theory so here's the thing so i think this is happening with a lot of people as well so i (laughs) this is a really bad habit of mine but i have a desk but sometimes i just like taking calls from the couch and then i end up typing there for hours and i think it just totally screwed me like i think i had been doing it way more than i thought i was um, cause I'm on a lot of calls, so it's really tempting to sit on the couch for hours and you type. Uh, and I think that did it, uh, predominantly along with desk height and just like bad practices, but yeah. I don't know. I just want to talk about it cause it's really interesting. Like in New Zealand, the way that this would work is like employers are really oversensitive to this stuff because they're actually liable for it. And right. so if you get RSI at work, like you can take leave to fix it. And they have to pay you <laughs> so often they will like assess your work environment obviously hard during COVID. there's some stuff here in um canada along the same lines but again nobody cared during during COVID because like, they're not going to come look at your desk right now and it's just interesting to consider like whether or not there'll be quite broad consequences for this i think and i was reflecting on why i never had this in the office and I think a lot of us in the office are moving around a lot. Like you have meetings, you have lunch things, you go for coffee. You're not sitting in front of your keyboard for like eight hour blocks. Now I have none of that. Like, I Unless I get up because of some like external influence or I'm hungry or whatever, like I'll sit here for four hours. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, so it's this weird um, thing I'm like trying to deal with at the moment. So I, 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 I as you would know, Zach, I think you would probably do this too, but I would, I tend to try to solve things by buying more gear, buying more things. Yeah. Uh, but I also realized as I bought a very fancy keyboard, those in discord will know, uh, that it's not that alone. Like you really have to, particularly with these things is actually, you're better off doing like wrist strength exercises and also like posture is a big chunk of it. Um, and it's sort of like a holistic thing. And yeah. so I did buy some fancy gear. In fact, I, what's really frustrating is I, I have been a proponent of that. Like I'm shaking my giant vertical mouse right now, but it hasn't helped because my posture was shit. So you can't solve yeah. everything with gear. Yeah. Um, but I also now I'm using uh, software. Uh, you know, those old apps that used to like tell you to take a stretch. There's a bunch yeah. of new ones that are actually really cool that are like 
you can set them up like there's one that's kind of like flux you can like pause breaks and like set it up and do certain things and then like it will tell you to take a 30 second exercise break and it will tell you the exercise and block your whole screen it's amazing <laughs> and i just didn't so i have it set up to do it every 20 minutes and it's amazing honestly like every i'll be like god it's coming up again and then realize it's been 20 minutes since i stopped touching the keyboard i'm like holy shit it's so easy to lose yourself in the in the computer <laughs> yeah it actually reminds me that you got in your holiday box from shopify yes. a pomodoro timer yes you were going to share a link because it oh looks yeah cool. i don't know where they got it but i can find the will you find it because yeah. i put it in discord because i wanted to get one because i think that i could use like the the holistic solution the of time pomodoro boxing. time yeah it's it works really well i love it for that um and apps don't work the same. Like I've tried yeah. Pomodoro apps. It's a computer. Like there's 8,000 other things to click. Whereas if a little thing is beeping at you, <laughs> it's right. very different. Um, I will try and find it. It's weird that I don't know where it's from. Anyway, I, I just wanted to bring it up. If you're listening to yeah. this and you're like sitting at your desk, or maybe you aren't, but like just have a look around you and check your height. Like I won't tell you the exact things you should do because i don't want anyone to sue me but like your arm <laughs> should be the same level as your mouse right um yeah. you should you should make sure that when you're like typing you're not like uh doing the gorilla arm thing or like being too low buy a but treat yourself you're typing on this fucking keyboard all day long if your keyboard makes you right. hurt buy a fucking fancy one <laughs> yeah and buy an ergo I'm one <laughs> I keep trying to buy people gift cards to logitech's website and they don't right? fucking sell gift cards what I know they'd That's be the weird. perfect company for gift cards. I'm yeah. always like, I love my mice that I bought from there. Mm -hmm. I love all of my Logitech accessories. Yeah, no regrets. They're all great. No regrets. But it's like it's a personal decision. Yeah. So I always want to give people Logitech gift cards for like <laughs> stuff. And yeah. anyway, yeah, you have um, to do it on Amazon instead, which hurts even more. <laughs> I think there's a subtext to saying desk height that yeah. is also like your height plus chair height. Like, you could have a really tall desk if you also have a really tall chair and a place yeah. for your feet to sit at the yeah. right place. Yeah. Or you need a lower desk for the... So that's my problem at my yes. home setup. I love my desk and I love my chair, but the two of them together are not the right heights. Yeah, I have the same problem. <laughs> my desk feels too high when yeah. I'm sitting there working for a while. Yeah, so let me tell you one thing that I'm solving and i feel like such a nerd for doing it this way i actually really like my desk and i didn't want to replace it so i was looking at like what can i do about it turns out keyboard trays are the answer you can get keyboard trays that clamp onto the desk and it slides them underneath and it lowers them by like four inches and so it's a i mean they're ugly af they're like i <laughs> they're like 90s vibes but i have one arriving today i'll let you know if it's any oh, good wow. But uh, basically, I just I did a bunch of research and people said like keyboard trays are great if you have a desk you like and don't want to get rid of it because it lets you manage the height and be much more intentional about your distance from it and that kind of thing. So watch this space. Um, they're ugly AF, but I'm also at this point, I'm like, I'm willing to, sure. willing to use anything. <laughs> Not yeah. <anyway>. So <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll let see. us know how that goes. Yeah. I'm also eyeing up like a few other interesting things, even though I'm stopping myself buying anything until I'm like committed to the actual exercise. But Logitech has a crazy version of the MX Master that's got a trackball on it, which is so cool. So you can just thumb uh, thumb drive, but it's still a normal mouse as well. Really cool. My uh, friend just got one and I saw it. It does look crazy. It, I love how like sci-fi it looks to be honest like it looks like something i use in minor minority report or like but <laughs> anyway it doesn't have USB-C, so i uh it's uh, my last resort <laughs> have USB -C. yeah and uh so i've got that and then the other thing i was considering and i don't know I, I don't recall if you do this or did this at some point but like other people i know use like a graphics tablet with a pen to use their computer which is so also I an alternative I worked like that for about two years. Oh, yeah. The Wacom or Wacom, however <laughs> you want to pronounce it. I, yeah. That was my mouse. And then I put the, I had the Apple trackpad, the magic yeah. trackpad above it. Like in, oh, in cool. Front. So it would be like keyboard on the left center. Yeah. The Wacom right of the keyboard. And then a, in front of it, the trackpad. 
And I, that was such a great way to work. Um, I just, those tablets have their own quirks and I yeah, sort that's, of that's moved exactly. away from working that way. I really don't want to give them money. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. One thing that I've tried a few times and we can move on after this, but uh, I always, I've always thought like, oh, it'd be really cool if I could use an old tablet, like a Surface Go or something as a right. Wacom or something. You sort of can, and it's the same with the iPad, actually, with Mac, but it's jank. Like, it's not the same. It's jank, yeah. Type. You're using a screen, and, like, you can fudge it the wrong way. Like, it's just not good. Well, the ideal setup would be, like, an iPad plugged into your monitor. Yes. And that's your setup. Yep. But the iPad software some sometimes still doesn't do all the things yeah. they need to do for work, and they still haven't let you use the... When you connect an iPad to a monitor, it, it stays the aspect ratio and mirroring <laughs> of the iPad screen. Yeah. It's really, I don't, you know, Actually, it's clunky. There must be an app, though, for this that does the like AstroPad and stuff sort of did. I'm going to look into this. I'm sure you like could, so all you the could, people listening are going to wallop me for not looking. <laughs> you could AirPlay if you yeah. have a Apple TV. Yeah. But I think it still maintains oh, the aspect ratio unless you go into media. So if you play a video, it will. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep looking into this. I I just wanted to bring it up. Like if you're at your desk, check your posture. It sucks. Yeah. Like having wrist pain when your job is computer thing is really like a mind fuck. And it honestly takes a week or two of exercises to make the pain go away. And so like just, you know, do some exercises take care of yourself <laughs> I, have, um, I have one more work from home tip for managers mm-hmm. um, so in the fall I saw this tweet from someone I follow that was like there should be like one of those subscription boxes but for remote teams mm-hmm. and I replied this is such a good idea I can't believe you tweeted it out <laughs> so what would be in said box well I got mine today. He launched the company. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's called uh, Remy, R-E-M-I, uh-huh. dot okay. team is the URL. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna and we're, we're like alpha customers because uh, we're all, he's also in Amsterdam. So um, it's the, it's the guy who started Cooper. Oh, that, like, so cool. Social network. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the like LinkedIn replacement. Oh, uh, Bobby. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, I know that guy. Uh, yeah, our team is a remote team, so it's perfect. And uh, I pay like per quarter and they send a monthly box to my team. Wow. And the two of us that are based in Amsterdam just got ours today. And it's cool. It's pretty cool. And like if you're a manager, you know, sign up because it's like a cool way to make your team feel like they're still belonging. It was uh, some of the stuff that, so there was this like local popcorn brand, there's these gluten free, sugar free gummies. There's uh, these like flavor packets for water. And then there's some less consumable things. There's like a desk calendar, like a 2021 desk calendar, which is pretty nice because it's January and I haven't gotten one yet. Um, This to-do list, like notepad, Uh Mm -hmm. where the they're all recycled paper, but it's like, it's not like pulped and then turned into paper again. It's like the front is the to-do list and the back. You can see like it was from a magazine and account so cool. like you can see the stuff that it was it. before it's pretty wow. cool um, i love this idea because we've been kind of sort of doing this internally but it's like you you know you're, you're a normal company you can't run a subscription box like right uh, over the break we had that big gift box which is more of a christmas thing but then like the ux group sent out a one that was like it had some cookies in it from some yeah. place and like a game and like you know it's i think it's really cool but it is really hard to do it internally. Um, and it is hard to do that connection because it's like, otherwise you're doing like Jackbox games or like sure. some random happy weather. hours, yeah. Zoom happy hours and stuff. in front of your screen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought it was nice. And, um, you know, I, I like happy to pay a premium to not have to do all that work myself because I have a team member in Toronto and shipping stuff from Amsterdam to Toronto is, it's fine, but it's like, it's work, you know, and it's money and just having yeah, yeah. someone else deal with it is really totally. nice. That's awesome. Okay. I have to check yeah. that out. Well, so uh, the first box drops to literally today. They shipped oh, yesterday. Really? Oh. So, uh, uh, yeah, so far so good. 
I think yeah. it could be a big business, honestly. Like, yeah, it's just solves, especially for small companies. I actually think it would make it like you don't have the scale to have somebody who could do this full time, <laughs> like you know. So that's really cool. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. On that, I note, hope they do branded swag eventually or something. Surely they will. Surely. That would be cool. Um, on that note, let's talk about one more home thing, just because I want to mention it. The let's world's it. worst asshole, uh, one of the worst assholes, one of the many, uh, Ajit Pai. Is that how you say his name? <sighs> I was going to try to get... I always uh, thought it was Ajit Pai, but... Oh, yeah, what? I think you're right. I just, it's my New Zealand thing. It's like announcing all of the like uh, uh, vowels properly. But anyway, so he... Was it the FCC? I always get them messed up. It's the FCC. Yeah, the FCC. He was the head and he sucked. He sucked. He was he the was guy the who ruined Trump net neutrality. Yeah. yeah. No net neutrality. He ruined all of the like goals for internet uh, speeds. And like, I only want to talk about this for two minutes, but he made this comment on his way out of office because he resigned because Biden definitely would have fired him. <laughs> uh, and he said something along the lines of three megabit, uh, megabits per second upload speed is more than enough for most Americans. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, I don't think so. <laughs> And also, there, that sounds slow. <laughs> isn't there like a famous quote from the someone Bill like thing? Yeah, the Bill Gates one that was like twelve kilobytes. I don't know. It's like eight yeah. megabytes of RAM might be enough of, for everybody or something. Yeah. People say dumb things, but this guy is just like king of dumb shit. And also, who says that in a time when like so many Americans can't even get online? It's ridiculous. Um, and three oh. megabits. If you're on one Zoom call, nobody else can really do it. Like, it's slow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's slow. There are people with worse, so I don't want to like shame people. Yeah, for like rural people internet. have worse. Don't get, but don't get as me wrong. The outgoing FCC lead, it's uh, it's shitty because obviously people need more. Yeah, and it's like what a low bar for anything. Like, why? What I don't understand about it is like, other than the the fact that he's an asshole, and I think his job is to say dumb shit like this. Uh, <laughs> it's like why would you say that your bar is so low at, for your goals for your internet in your country? Like every, everybody has like higher level service than this. Fucking yeah. New Zealand is an island. <laughs> it's so when Comcast goes, everybody in the uh, country has three megabits. Finally, they want, we want our pat on the back. Mm -hmm. They can point to this and be like, this guy's, I mean, that's what we, we were doing it. it. Cause yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Internet providers don't want to invest in infrastructure and I don't want to get into Starlink again because they have many problems, but like, they are somewhat disrupting cable companies and stuff because those companies and aren't investing in anything. Apparently also disrupting Project Loon. Yes. Oh, my God. I you did a great segue there. Incredible. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's dead. Yeah. So this is a Google Project Loon. Or was it Alphabet at this point? Alphabet. It was originally Google. Then it predates Alphabet. It went to Project uh, Moonshot. Moon... Google X Labs or I don't know. It's a moonshot. It's one of the original moonshots, yeah. I recall. It's old. Um, yeah, for those that don't know, it was like these high altitude weather balloons. They usually put up with sensors on them so they can study the atmosphere or shit like that. Um, they were attaching internet devices on them so that you, they could put a balloon in the atmosphere and let the wind move it around. And... Uh, provide internet to places that don't mm -hmm. have easily accessible or fast internet. Um, and this has been a, a bold bet, I would say, of Google for a while oh, yeah. now. And one that they stuck with, that's why I'm surprised yeah. about it, is like it seemed like one of the few moonshots that actually had some sort of like reality attached to it. Uh, it was actually I, relatively popular in New Zealand where they were beta testing it too. Like in the South Island of New Zealand, they were using it to reach remote communities that like telcos, again, were ignoring. Um, and it was a great idea, but I don't know. I, I it's classic Google, first of all, to just kill something that sort of worked. I also think the world changed around them since they launched it. Like the article yeah. that talks about it dying is basically saying that like a lot more people got internet a lot faster through conventional means to the point that now the people who are left are people who can't afford to buy a LTE phone, right? <laughs> As opposed to like just not having internet. I, I I wonder I wonder if this is like Google saying is this going to be a billion user business and killing it because it's 100%. not or 100%. is it because 
Starlink is already starting to roll out mm. and has tons of signups and is a hundred dollars a month. And okay, why not both? <laughs> I'm cu- well. I'm curious if Loon went. We're not going to be able to roll out for the next two or three years to yeah. any larger groups, or if they were like, we're not going to be able to do it for as cheap as Starlink. I think it's probably I, a combination of both. I do want to caveat that of Starlink is only cheap for U.S. customers because can, that's what you're normally paying for internet. But yeah. everybody else about is that's not so, paying a hundred dollars so a month. So, uh, like comparatively, yeah, like I it would be that's, more expensive. That's one of those things that doesn't make sense about Starlink for me. Is yeah. it's not competitive. In most places unless you're and, rural that's where it gets weird anywhere rural sure. ex- internet is expensive because you're usually paying for some like weird special thing over like some lot like wireless isp or some weird shit it still sounds like majority yeah, like North western countries <laughs> because you know if they want to do this in india i don't just the average person's not gonna pay a hundred dollars a month for no, internet yeah, totally but uh, but what I do I guess what I do see happening is like a neighborhood maybe having one and sharing or something totally. like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's against their rules, and then people just do it anyway. So the thing that bums me out about Loon dying versus Starlink is there's a few things here. A uh, less competition. Uh, I don't love the idea that Starlink is the only one in town because it's the difference between Loon and Starlink was that uh, Loon was energy efficient. It was a balloon. Right. It didn't use fuel. Elon Musk is just pouring rocket fuel. Right. <laughs> like right, he, right. they have to keep launching these things. And sure, like there's an argument that they're going to launch those rockets anyway, and they're on it. Uh, but it's a horrible <laughs> uh, comparison. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I hate it from that point of view. I mean, I hate it from the point of view that nobody compete with Elon Musk. Uh, I mean, the fact that it's just Google doing it anyway doesn't really help. But it's more of a bummer, I think, because it seemed cool. And it comes from a time where things were quite different. When I think about like when Loon launched, two or three years after Facebook was doing their laser planes. <laughs> you remember those? And then like there was a few other weird startups. Uh, and so it's like sort of the end of an era. Now, on the Starlink thing, here in Canada, so like a bunch of people at Shopify are using it. And apparently it's really good uh, for what it is. And it's only in preview right now. And it's sort of a game changer, but the thing that strikes me about it every time is like I had just I grew up in a town where like the school had to get satellite internet because like there was nothing because the government wouldn't whatever anyway. And satellite internet just has such a bad rap in my head. Like the latency, oh, it was so brutal. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's uh, slow. I think it's better these days, from what I've heard. I think, it's like I think using it's better stuff. But I'm yeah, I'm I'm curious how. Starlink, I'm curious how Starlink performs when there's a lot of people on it. Because yeah, there's yeah. like, you can go on YouTube and watch like someone's got one set up and then you can see them doing ping tests and stuff and speed tests and you can see what's going on there and they like have snow on it and test it and then they wipe the snow off and test it. And But I'm curious, what's it like when your whole neighborhood is connected to Starlink? Yeah, I don't know. That is an interesting question because I imagine it's, Presumably, you're sharing satellites in the same way that you're sharing like a pipe on the ground. So, or you know, a cell in tower New, in New Zealand, what would happen? You have these things called D slams, which is where like the DSL goes to in your neighborhood to like mm-hmm. go to the ISP. Between like five and nine PM, those things are fucking buzzing because right. everybody's streaming shit on YouTube, and so everybody's stuff is slow. Like it's buffering because that's the constraint. And so, surely there's something like that with this. The uh, Biden inauguration happened almost the exact same time as the coronavirus press conference that the Dutch government held. Oh wow! This week, and yeah. our internet just went out. Yeah, just, like just everybody just went shit. out. Yeah, That's and crazy. it wasn't. It was at the at the. It was definitely at the source. It it wasn't. I tested the router. I tested the the okay. Wi Fi network. It was. Yeah. Just the internet just went out, and I'm I was sure like, well, ISPs right now are a loving this for the money, and b like, oh my god, hating traffic. this. Yeah. Well, it's um, the thing we talk about. Like, if everybody watches Netflix every day, it doesn't actually make Netflix money. But if right. everyone's subscribed to Netflix, and only a couple people in an in a group are 
watching every day and some people watch like a movie a month that's when they make money so the isps are not necessarily making the money right now (laughs) yeah they they make money on the average person who's not downloading like a terabyte of shit (laughs) every month and if the average person is doing five hours of zoom a day or something it's like it's changed quite a bit yeah true it's weird to think about Uh, just be oh go ahead no, I was just going to say, like, there's a few people at my work who are getting Starlink at the moment, so I will oh, circle really? back. <laughs> God. Uh, I will come back, and, like, I'm going to ask once they've had it for a little bit how it's going. I'm very curious. I mean, you're in that region that's the first group. Ontario is, like, prime. Yeah, it's, like, like North Dakota, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Yep. Southern Canada is pretty much the first group. Yeah, I mean, I wish I had a cottage just so I could like get it for no reason. Um, <laughs> That's why you want a cottage. Yeah, why not? Anyway, uh, okay. Let's, well, let's you mentioned, on. we talked about Google. We talked about New Zealand. What's going on with Google Australia? Okay, shit's fucked. <laughs> I don't, I, so I've been struggling to follow this. I'm following it at arm's length, but I'm, I'm going to try my best because I just caught up with it last night about uh all of this so like a lot of countries right now governments are pressuring companies like google and facebook to pay for news on their platforms right so like this is a thing that's i mean it's been going on for years if we're honest now in australia they introduced this like news code or something basically it's like a collective bargaining agreement for like the worst old school media companies ever (laughs) against internet companies and so the idea is that I don't even really understand this. Basically, like if Google links new stuff or like shows that content and results or whatever, they have to pay for it. I remember Europe had a similar law. Like they were trying to make Google pay for snippets at one point in France. And like, so in Australia, they want to make it that like Google pays to link to abc.au or whatever or whatever. (laughs) Anyway, so it's been like this insane escalating thing for a while. Like, at one point, Google was basically like, because it's pretty far along, like it's almost in law, I think now. Google was like, look, guys, we're going to do the same thing we did in, I think it was France or was it Spain? I can't remember. And one of those countries, they turned off Google News because they were like, okay, well, we just won't, we won't have news here then. Like, fine. <laughs> and um, so they basically like threatened to do that. And in Spain, I'm sorry if I messed it up. I'm going to say it's Spain. In Spain, it was devastating for local media because, like, a lot of traffic comes through Google News. Because, like, the whole point of what I think makes it useful is, like, you're searching Mark Zuckerberg as a Nazi and (laughs) the latest news about it comes up in the top. And it's, like, relevant. It's more relevant than any SEO shit. I think there's 5 billion Google searches a day right now. Right. Exactly. So it's a huge volume. And so a lot of even, traffic, yeah. even without that, say they took it out of Google search, like a lot of people use news.google.com, whatever. Now, in Australia, they said that they'd do that. And I think they might have even turned it off already. But it has escalated to the point that yesterday, Google threatened to turn off search because the government now is actually saying that like uh, they'll find them every day that they turn off news and don't pay. <laughs> and so Google's like, okay, we we don't do search in Australia either. <laughs> and it's reached the point. First of all, I, I have two takes. One, Please. the law sounds dumb as fuck. <laughs> like, I don't get, don't get me wrong. I think there's something wrong with the relationship with news providers, particularly Facebook. I think that's a different situation. <laughs> Two, does Google really think that threatening to turn off search is going to make them back off? Because <laughs> that would enrage me further. <laughs> yeah that's interesting i think sure the law is dumb whatever yeah i think that it would be nice to see a country that didn't have google i'd be curious to see what like i i understand that china is it's not the same thing uh but you know google's really problematic in its own ways i also have ranted a number of times about just like companies that make a trillion dollars off of ads it's really stupid I mean, like, what a waste of everybody's time. So, you know, like, I say this again, like, at least Apple makes something. <laughs> That's true, Google, yeah. Google and Facebook, the whole point is just to get you to click on a ad to like, buy something. It's yeah, like, totally. a, it's a waste of everybody's time. So, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I don't know, it would be cool to see. I mean, 
That's funny that you say that, actually, because I feel like the other out for Google here is just making people pay to access Google in their country, which, by the way, I would do if there was no advertising on it or whatever, like it didn't track me. Maybe there's a version you pay, whatever. It's interesting. But like the fact that they're threatening to remove it just sounds exactly like extortion. <laughs> it, it does. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> I don't think it's it lands the way they think it does. Right. Uh, you make an interesting point there of like, um, if I'm a PM at Google trying to get my metrics up, I would be like, let's put search in Google One and G Suite or Google Workspace, whatever they call it now, so that people that subscribe to Google One and Google Workspace, fuck yeah, you got Google search. And if you don't, okay. Yeah, use DuckDuckGo. I mean, that's the that's the crazy thing, actually, that now I've never even thought about this until you said that. But like the fact that when you pay and you're signed in on your work account, you still get ads on Google. (laughs) It's like hilarious. Like, it's weird. It's like like Hulu. Hulu's a stupid ad plan. Well, so they've got I think they have three price plans now. The bottom two price plans, you get ads even when you're paying for it. Or um, it's like buying a Kindle. And then yeah, the, the, the ad one that ads. Yeah. Hey, hot tip on that. If you ever buy a Kindle with ads, you can just message Amazon chat and say, I bought the one with ads by accident and they will turn it off without paying. <laughs> I've done it like three times uh, because <laughs> I think because it's a weird thing where like they have no other way out of it anyway. So I don't know. And, like it's something just to keep an eye on. Like I would love to see a, go- a company, uh, sorry, a government like, uh, I don't know, Australia just like be like, we don't negotiate with technology terrorists and see what happened. Like, you know, I mean, it will happen. With, I heard it was going to happen with Facebook there at one point as well. I don't know what happened with that. I think they should tread lightly, not the government, Google, yeah, totally. because if a country like Australia can gain ground against Google, the EU is watching. The EU is like, oh shit, we're going to do that too. You know, I, it's only a matter of time. And the other, yeah. so I will, I will argue Google's point for one second here that like they basically say that the biggest problem with this is that the web is built on unrestricted linking and like links shouldn't cost money. It just doesn't make sense. Sure. Totally agreed. Like, but I just, mm. I don't necessarily disagree with Google here, but I refuse to like defend them because they're yeah, a trillion, exactly. they're like, a trillion dollar bed, company. Man, like, this, yeah. this is it. And so interestingly, because Facebook is implicated in this, they are involved. Facebook's threat has been that um, they're going to block consumption and posting of all news content in Australia. Sounds amazing. <laughs> they should have done that before. Let go. <laughs> Yeah, Facebook uh, killed the journalism industry in America. So, uh, do you remember the pivot to video? <laughs> oh my God! You mean the fraudulent video? So, yeah, <laughs> they still haven't seen consequences for that shit. I have know. They? I, it's well, wild. they paid that monster fee. Yeah, but it wasn't like it's like two years ago. Two minutes of money for them or something. Remember? Yeah. Anyway, so oh, that's going on. It's just funny that Australia is the one fighting that fight. I don't know if it'll it'll be this. I guarantee the end of it will end up being like this watered down thing where they pay journalists uh, outlets like they do now under the AMP scheme or the Digital News Initiative or something super lame. But it is funny to see them all threatening each other. Yeah. Anyway, so let's talk about GitHub Nazis. Okay. I, I, this is such a simple story and such a fuck up. Oh, this, this layers though. Okay. Well, the setup about GitHub Nazis. The so January sixth in America was when uh, insurrectionists attacked the Capitol building, uh, including many noted Nazis, and um, in like a Slack group at GitHub. I think it was at maybe Microsoft Teams. I'm not sure. Uh, (laughs) I think it's Slack. Someone posted about it in this Jewish employee. And it's only worth bringing up that they're Jewish because they got fired over this. Posted about like there's Nazis about or something like that. Yeah, like and, a literal, like what you would post. Like, I, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, and it's it wasn't hyperbole. There's actual not. There were like yeah. Nazi insignia all photo, over the place. Like actual Nazis. This is not debatable yeah. if they're, oh, don't be, don't call them that. They're, they might be bigots, but they're not. No, they were actual Nazis. So it, it was factual. And, um, and they were fired for this. Right. <laughs> because there were probably some actual Nazis at GitHub that, uh, that oh, were no, offended. It came out that other people had said much worse things defending Nazis in the past after this uh, and did not get fired. 
but um the ensuing drama has been really something yeah tell me about that so well they like defend like every company is like gives hollow whatever defenses but then like a full week later github was like we actually done fucked up and we they fired, did say the that head of hr got uh stepped down they asked them to step down no way they hired the employee who we still don't know who this is so they actually we, managed to rehire them which is crazy that would they you re- take the job back would you i would take, the take job it back? but i would demand like twice the salary and i don't say severance i think my gut instinct like in the moment might be to take it back but yeah. there's no your your job's never going to feel the same again. no i agree i totally agree yeah. however the fact that like you got the hr person's head would make me at least consider it like if I, an actual head yeah i don't know it's tough they're not being it's held tough. accountable that's the other thing is like that's resigning doesn't sound that bad <laughs> like you got away with it but anyway so that happened um but it's just i was i i wanted to talk about it because it is a really interesting topic from the point of view that like companies are now grappling with like what the internet at large has been grappling with for years because everybody's working from home and now we're all on these like chat forums at work right oh you're muted you uh right the the cat clicked it (laughs) we're so used (laughs) to like i don't even know just talking on all these platforms like arguing on twitter whatever arguing on personal slacks that i have seen it at at shopify as well like it's very easy to think that you can just post whatever at work first of all and i'm not saying this person did the wrong thing but like i'm i'm seeing across a lot of companies them learning that like they need rules otherwise it gets really hard to deal with any of these situations they have rules they need to apply them that that's true they need to moderate them yes moderate your work slack that's that's where this was going it's like they had rules but they don't like unlike a forum which by the way were much better than this hell we are living in now you had moderators you had people who would rock up to a thread and be like no arguing about nazis on this forum please lock the thread hey you can't do that on slack for some reason it's bollocks you can only make a channel read only which just makes everybody really angry and go to another channel it's and useless then- upload custom slack reactions that are the nazi symbol and then react to the read-only messages exactly and so like it's just fascinating i like i would say a slack is culpable a little bit for not having any moderation tools we've talked about this before you can't even block anybody on your company slack it's insane but like that is insane it's still insane companies are learning like a fundamental internet truth exists that like you have to moderate any space where thousands of people are posting <laughs> like, and it's just this weird world because slack has no content about it they have, they have no policies about it teams has more controls i mean it's not good but like yeah. working from home has changed it because we are on them all day large companies like facebook say that moderation at their scale is hard and impossible and all these things it's because they would be less filthy rich that's the part they don't want to pay for it um i want to talk about moderation in, in well so were we done with the github story or did more happen there no that was pretty much it i'm sure i've left out some detail but it was fascinating just to see them admit they were wrong regardless like most companies th- through this would not ever back down because of the legal implications and they actually did like github is a, a swamp if i'm honest like they've had a lot of toxic issues over the years and this goes to show they haven't fixed it yeah. but it's just sort of a reckoning for that but anyway moderation so i want to talk about moderation when it comes to clubhouse because <sighs> as we've been known clubhouse is a very toxic place even before it left alpha they what is clubhouse? oh okay <laughs> yeah so we were talking about this pre-show of like there's clubhouse that's like a trello competitor and then there's and clubhouse it's existed for a long time which is an audio only social network that was born out of venture capital mm-hmm. in sand hill road and they um it's like uh it's like going to a panel discussion audio only so there's yeah. people that are panelists that are talking there's a person that is in a role called moderator but they're really moderating a talk the way that talks normally get moderated well, it's less like so. you can let any nazi moderate the talk like it's not a person from the company or something right, right. 
Yeah. And then there's people in the audience. And then I think people in the audience can be like promoted to, you know, ask a question or join the panel. Even I'm not a hundred percent clear I am because I refuse to join this thing. Yeah. I'm not going to have a fucking account. Um, but so clubhouse has started like expanding. They've, they've gotten a lot more people in it's, it's going media personalities, celebrities. I mean, it's a perfect moment. Other people for them right now, like, like in terms of the world, everybody's at home. Sounds great. <laughs> like the format works for that. I just got, just before we get any further, if you're interested in Clubhouse, might I recommend joining a Discord server or signing up to be 100%. in Twitter spaces even mm -hmm. because there are other platforms to have audio only conversations with people yeah. that are not completely misguided in how they address moderation, which is not at all. They refuse to address harassment that exists on their platform. They refuse to do anything about it. And that's the stance as the company. They just, yeah, they're, they're not going like, to moderate. Oh, we, uh, you've, I've seen this from a few other companies lately, including Substack, which go completely against what we've learned over the last few years, which is like moderation at the start makes it better. <laughs> and it's really hard to undo that. They're like, yeah. no, freedom of speech, blah, blah, blah. It's the place you can go on the internet to talk. And I don't know. I, the, it's just, why? <laughs> Like, I look at that and I'm like, how do you look at the world right now and say, ah, yes, we will not delete anything? Yeah, I think it's rich, white, privileged people want to be able to say whatever they want to say without the consequences of, you know. Well, that's it. And they're funded by companies, uh, sorry, venture capitalists who probably dictate that this should be the case. Right, because they don't want anybody to tell them what they can or can't do because they're used to the power trip they have. Yeah. Anyway, so I tweeted about this and um, and someone rolled up and completely sort of goes to show like how people, some people are looking at moderation, which is completely wrong. But I hid the reply, but I just want to read part of it because I think it's worth like, oh, they say incorrectly that fixing content moderation is fixing culture, is literally being an architect of how human consciousness should flow between people and become content or not. So, and they say it's the hardest problem to solve. Um, I had a reply along these lines as well. Which, that was like, how do you moderate live content? And I was like, you have moderators. <laughs> like, yeah, you have live moderators. There's That's humans that are also there. So, <laughs> but it but, makes me, yeah. I immediately read that and thought of you because there was something that I think you talked about on this show before I even joined about like, this is a solved problem forums in the early nineties of the internet figured out moderation yeah and we and like you said facebook won't do that because it's expensive for them and they don't build the tools for it either so you can't even like you beat you're trying to fight the software to actually do it whereas and i'm not saying forums did it right like you could have a nazi moderating a forum don't get me wrong yeah look However, at, uh look at the reddit reddit's yeah. got moderators and exactly i mean a lot of those for those uh what do they call them channels yeah subreddits subreddits a lot of subreddits just got shut down but reddit is i won't even defend them but like the it's like a forum like you choose to participate and you're not joining a wider platform i mean you're joining reddit don't get me wrong but it sort of works like forums in a way that like you cannot join one of them <laughs> like, right. whereas like clubhouse you're on the thing and they're not moderating it at all and it has a well, top but you page. could join a yes panel i mean yes. yeah it, but yeah, exactly. And so the stuff that gets popular is this really horrible stuff on these platforms. And like, yeah, I don't even know what to think of it, honestly. Like, I'm really annoyed that this app got popular. <laughs> yeah, I keep telling people. So I was ranting about it on Twitter because I've noticed a lot of my peers in the design field just joining all of a sudden. And it's like, we just read all of the stories and threads of Taylor Lorenz getting harassed off a platform from clubhouse because of that from horrible dude. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. We just read all about that and it was viral. Like we all saw those tweets. So to then a couple months go by and you get your invites, so you sign up really doesn't make sense to me no. because yeah. it's like, it's like uh, voting with your feet. It's like yeah. voting with your wallet. It's you're choosing the platforms that get popular, right? Exactly. Not only, are you showing up and that lets them get more funding that lets them, you know, scale, but you're also posting about it on Twitter and now your followers think it's acceptable. If exactly. they believe 
that what you say is right. So yeah. it, it's irresponsible. And I just noticed all these designers sort of doing it all at once. Yeah. Um, you fucking start a Discord server or yeah. something. Like even join Telegram. You can yeah. do voice messages. I, I something. And I, I also understand that none of these other platforms are perfect or good at moderation sure. either. Yeah. But this is a new platform that we don't have to give users to. Like That's don't it. sign up. And they've openly said it. That's the difference as well. It's like we're going into this with our eyes wide open as opposed to like, I'm not going to say that Facebook, we didn't know. But like, it, like they never outright said at the beginning, like we won't moderate anything. Well, my example <laughs> is Instagram because you yeah. probably joined Instagram before Facebook owned it. Right. That's so you didn't really necessarily see how toxic Instagram was going to become yeah. That's when true. you signed up. Good point. But Clubhouse, it's very obvious already. Yeah. If you just do one Google search on Clubhouse, you're like, oh, I should probably not sign up for this. Or you sign up for the Trello thing by accident because you think it's the... <laughs> right. Yeah, let's just, uh, let's post the... Everyone sign up for Clubhouse. No, I don't. Yeah. I'm not going to be a refer to Clubhouse.io because I haven't yeah. tried it. It's but... fine. I worked for them for a while. I can't say anything. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't want to... Yeah, anyway. But um, yeah, it's just it's just interesting to see us repeating our same mistakes. And it's I think an attribute of this is like, the same weird thing that happens whenever any social media thing that looks polished launches that people want to be a first thought leader person. Um, but I'm tired of it. And like, I'm not, I, I've had an invite for a while and I'm just like, no, I'm not, I don't want to participate in this shit. <laughs> like, also, I just don't have time. For, I don't want to sit around listening to audio. <laughs> yeah. Unmoderated audio. So, well, that's the interesting thing too is a lot of the use cases for clubhouse to me sound like podcasts podcasts without editing and anchor tried this interestingly sort of in ways like with the uh audio messages and stuff but the difference is it's moderated and you choose what you add to your show and like there's oh. all of these things we're using riverside right now you can have a live audience while you record your podcast right um the amount of people that stream on Twitch and YouTube and record their podcasts that way. Like there are other places to have very, very similar interactions. Yeah. Is it? Well, yeah, I don't know. In my, like of all the problems I have with clubhouse, this is probably the lowest, but it still pisses <laughs> me off that it's iOS only. Yeah. Oh yeah. That too. Not because I, mean, I every want app. to, but yeah. I don't know how in 2021 we're still doing this. Oh, people are just lazy. It, it's it, too hard. Still, San Francisco is such a bubble. As soon as I lived outside of San Francisco, I'm like, nobody has a fucking MacBook. Or yeah, I mean, <laughs> not nobody. Obviously, like, obviously, Apple sells a lot of MacBooks. But sure, six so non-MacBooks. <laughs> yeah, I just it's so weird to pick a platform and only make stuff for that platform. Yeah, I, I've, I've <sighs> absolved myself from this argument because the people just don't get it. Anyway. There's a, a company that I won't name the name of that started recently and they're making somewhere between Instagram and TikTok. They want to make a competitor in that space. And um, they they have no no plans to make an Android version. No plans. I, this is what's exhausting is that like the rest of the world exists and like I can't believe in 2021 we're having this conversation yeah. where it's like, can you make something that everybody can use for fucking once? This is why Facebook is winning because they they do right. that. <laughs> They're everywhere. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, I mean, Instagram is still iPhone or a uh, phone only. Yeah, like I mean, that's I guess thing. the web version just got stories, but like, yeah, that is a just. weird thing though. I love how people moan about it not being on iPad. It's my favorite like forever meme. Yeah. Anyway, on that note, it's time to wrap up because I have to go do my job. <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, join our Discord. Please do. Did you, get, could have... did you give your phone away? Oh, good question. I did. I did give my phone away. I have to ship it today. Um, I was thinking of what else is in my little tech oh, drawer. I need to go and check so, on that. So let's say uh, next episode, That's I'll cool. give another thing away. I, like uh, this. I, I think I could do it now, but I want to make sure that it works. So. Mm -hmm. That's fair. But Okay, make sure it works. Join the Discord yeah. to find out when you can Actually, play Dinosaur Eraser. I know it works, but I want to make sure that I'm going to ship the OnePlus Nord today and mm. see how much it costs us to send it to That's the United States. Probably where it's going. Okay. And um, just to have an idea when we say, like, oh, we'll like, we'll ship it to you, but you pay for the shipping. I, mm -hmm. I want to have a sense of how much it actually costs. It's a good call. 
on that note, join the Discord. I'm going to say it again. Join Discord Wednesdays. Otherwise, uh, uh, yeah, send us an email. Hi at judgepodcast.com. We love love letters. Otherwise, I'll talk to you love, next week. Love love letters. Love like that. All right. Uh, bye, Biscus. Bye.